0: When I first came to University of Kentucky's campus, I was faced with the challenge of finding a study location to get all of my work done. As an out-of-state student, I didn't know my way around very well, but luckily the library is right in the middle of campus, so that's easy to find. That's where I found my location for this podcast, the Starbucks at the William T. Young Library. This is a very popular study location on campus, and place to refuel on coffee. This location connects to a few local and national concerns, such as caffeine consumption in college students and study location preferences. In this podcast, I will discuss how caffeine affects students, study habits in college, and how this all affects our health and education. A few questions I'd like to address throughout my podcast includes are college students being overworked? do they depend on caffeine, some differences between study spaces in the Starbucks versus the library, and how sleep loss and caffeine can affect each other. Now that we've acknowledged what my podcast will be about, I will discuss my first source from sciencedirect.com, which is an article about the intake of caffeine from all sources and reasons for use by college students. Researchers took data of caffeine intake in 1,248 college students from five geographically dispersed universities. Results showed that 92% of students have consumed caffeine in the past year. They also showed that coffee was the highest source of caffeine intake in both males and females. They also found the highest reasons for caffeine consumption to be to feel awake, social consumption, and to improve concentration and physical activity. When interviewing a random Starbucks customers, I found similar findings. How many cups of coffee do you usually drink each week? Um, well I have at least one cup every morning, so probably like nine per week. Yeah. How many hours do you spend studying here each week? Um... Probably, like, 10 because it's where I like to get my coffee. Do you feel like you depend on caffeine? Um, definitely, because if I don't have it in the mornings, I cannot function until I have it, so. <laughs> so, why do you choose to study at the Starbucks instead of inside the library? Um, well, first of all, the Starbucks has the coffee, and I need the coffee. And also, um, the Starbucks is, like, louder, and, like, I... Just prefer to study where there's other people and there's more going on yeah. in this interview this starbucks customer often depends on coffee to get through her day and prefers the study location of starbucks instead of the library because of the louder environment study location often depends on individual preferences like if you focus better in silence then you should probably study in the library Starbucks also offers immediate access to caffeine and snacks that may help you get through studying, which is why most Starbucks customers study in there. Caffeine is often referred to as the world's most popular drug because so many people depend on it on a daily basis and it is easily addictive. Another source I found about caffeine consumption associated with insomnia symptoms discusses the adverse effects of caffeine and sleep on each other. Caffeine consumption was monitored for 7 to 10 days and insomnia symptoms were evaluated using frequencies of difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, non-restorative sleep, and daytime sleepiness. Caffeine is one of the most frequently used psychoactive stimulant drugs. Despite its beneficial effects on sleep deprivation, caffeine may have adverse sleep-related consequences on subsequent nights. Overall, this study found that although caffeine consumption was associated with insomnia symptoms, the association depends on habitual sleep duration. The last source I'd like to discuss is about caffeine addiction in high school students. The researchers used almost 7,000 students out of 59,000 students from 108 randomly selected high schools in Tennessee. They were each surveyed about drug use in order to determine their risk for caffeine addiction. Results from the study found that females who were white, in poor health, chronically depressed, had a parent with an alcohol or drug problem, or perceived little to no harm from caffeine were at excess risk for caffeine addiction. Males who were white, severely stressed, had a friend with an alcohol or drug problem, or perceived little to no harm from caffeine were also at excess risk for caffeine addiction. This article helped associate who drinks so much caffeine that they are at risk for addiction and the commonalities between these students. After discussing my location, caffeine consumption in college students, the caffeine intake relation to insomnia symptoms, caffeine addiction in high school students, and interviewing a Starbucks customer, let's review what we've learned. The Starbucks at the William T. Young Library is a popular study location for a lot of students, including me. Caffeine, one of the most popular drugs in the world, can become addictive, cause sleep loss, and is usually consumed by students to get work done. To answer the questions I previously addressed, college students seem to depend on caffeine to study and get their homework done, which may conclude that college students are being overworked. The Mayo Clinic states that consuming more than 500 to 600 milligrams of caffeine a day may lead to insomnia, nervousness, restlessness, irritability, an upset stomach, a fast heartbeat, and even muscle tremors. However, previous research has linked even moderate amounts of caffeine to negative health effects. Overall, caffeine can cause negative health issues and effects, so next time you might depend on coffee to finish your homework. Think again.